Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tonight, during the Lord I have called that we hear at every Vesper service, uh, we are reminded of the prayer to God to put a watch around our mouth. As we know throughout Scripture, there are many warnings about what comes out of our mouth. Of course, coming up from our hearts and being expressed on our lips. How throughout Scripture, this is not just the New Testament, but throughout the Old Testament, there are many warnings throughout the Proverbs, even the Psalms, uh, even then, of course, examples of things that should not be said or things that are said, the wrong time, the wrong place, the wrong delivery. And it is the words of our Lord that may ring out the most or weigh the heaviest when he tells us that we will be judged for every idle word that comes from our mouth. We don't then, of course, James just kind of adds on to this when he says we know about the tongue and the world of fire and pain and destruction that it can wreck the havoc. I'm sure we all experience those times where it's almost like you're watching yourself and just seeing the words sail out of your mouth and you wish that you could just kind of grab them and throw them down or eat them or do something except instead of them creeping out or blurting out. While we ask every evening at Vespers from the Psalms to put a guard over our mouth. So it was no surprise to me today in reading from St. Ambrose in Milan, a book uh, that he wrote for priests, the very beginning of his advice to priests which, of course, can go for all of us, was the advice of silence, of the need for only saying what is necessary. And he strings along many verses from the Old Testament of the wisdom of a mouth that's shut, that does not just blurt, that does not just say, uh, whatever it is contemplating at the moment. Uh, of course, we have gradations of this. There's the kind of innocent blurting. Uh, but there's also been the, the incredible harshness or the, what, the things that we can do with our words, the damage that they can bring. And there is, especially in that we live in a day uh, where pretty much every thought is published uh, or recorded and shared uh, that we be reminded of the importance of silence. And if not just the importance of silence, the importance of and weight that our words carry is why we should value a kind of simplicity, a kind of uh, humility and lightness about our own opinions, about how that should go, how that should be governed, how that should, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
we see in the commemoration that we have for today the martyr Trifon. We go from St. Ambrose, who was uh, a part of the upper echelon of Rome, we go to the martyr Trifon, and we are going to the other extremity of the Roman Empire. Does anyone remember at all what the martyr Trifon, what he did for a living? It's okay if you don't. He tended geese. So not sheep, not pigs, not cows, geese. So we have somebody at maybe not the bottom of society, but pretty close to the bottom of society. The emperor's daughter was sick. And in a dream, it was revealed to him that, that someone named Trifon would be able to heal his daughter. So being the emperor, used to uh, herding much larger things than geese, he calls throughout the entire empire for all the Trifons to come to Rome, because how else is he going to figure out which Trifon it is? All he was given is the name. So throughout the entire empire, all the Trifons are brought to Rome to figure out how to heal the daughter. I'm sure you can fill in the rest of the story. This herder of geese comes into Rome and he heals the emperor's daughter. The emperor, in his ecstatic celebration, pours gifts and monies and things, all of the things that you can imagine at that time, upon Trifon. Does Trifon get bigger uh, fences and hoping that he had actually found the goose that lays the golden egg? Uh, what Trifon does is he basically turns and gives all the gifts and everything that had been showered upon him for simply praying for this girl he gives them up, and he returns back to his little flock, and he tends the geese. The next emperor who rises, because if you read this time period, uh, 3rd century, 4th century, the emperors you know, rise and fall, there's all sorts of turmoil. Some tolerate Christians, others uh, detest them, and it depends on the prefect or the governor of the local area. What exactly they're going to do? Well, Trifon uh, was known, of course, and he was submitted to death. So this is why we commemorate him as a martyr. But we can see in the life of Trifon, someone brought from herding geese up into the very upper echelons of society, the emperor himself into the palace, into uh, incredible wealth, that he could have done whatever he wanted. He could have retired being a keeper of geese, and he could have done, he could have, well, he could have retired. <laughs> he didn't have to do anything anymore. He could have had all sorts of geese run by all sorts of other people. But we see in the simplicity of Trifon someone who is satisfied. The ability to keep one's mouth shut the ability to only say what is absolutely necessary. Usually what is necessary means 
what is actually good and profitable and encouraging, the things that you actually want to hear, that these are the simple things. These are the things that should come from our mouth, and it's because our hearts are settled in what is truly good and beautiful, and that our hearts are content. That we can, St. Ambrose talks about those who are belittling, making fun of, criticizing, that he advises it is much better to be quiet. And if you feel like, well, but I need to put in my word, he says, no, God is the one who you rest in, whom you trust, whom your hope lays within so that you can actually love, that you can turn the other cheek, that you can uh, be able to pray, to be able to walk away, to be able to forgive. So let us uh, consider what comes forth from our mouth. Uh, let us put a guard and ask God to help us guard our mouths as we tend to our hearts, uh, that we ask for the prayers of St. Trifon and his simplicity, uh, this herder of geese, this simple man whose prayers healed uh, and who gave up his life for the sake of Christ. Let us seek that simplicity. Let us seek that goodness that allows only good things to come forth from our mouth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.